ho, hello there! Come in, come in! It's getting cold out there with all that snow on the ground. People are getting cheerful, everything's red and green, and a certain plump man will be bringing us all goodies soon. Naughty or nice, you're all welcome at the diner, so slide into a booth and grab a menu. Oh, and here, don't forget your mug. Someone will be by shortly to fill it up. Hurry now, the show's about to start. Welcome to Christmas at the Diner. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the diner. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, hopefully, uh, Hat Hole sat you down in a good seat. Um, the show is starting, and I have three lovely guests here, and I will let the first one introduce herself. All right. Hey, everyone. I am Maddie. I ride as Madeline Dale. I am from the Oklahoma City area, and I have five books published the sixth one is on its way um and you can find all my stuff and follow me on social media by checking out my website www.thechaptergoddess.com thanks for having me on the show today oh so excited that you're here it's been a while um yes so let's see you were on on season one i believe or the middle of season two. I'm, I can't remember. Um, do you recall? I, I don't. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Okay. Well, um, it's been a, it's been a it's been a minute, and it doesn't feel like it's been that long ago since I talked to you. But um, can you just kind of tell us like what all has been going on? Like you were talking about your books. Um, I think you were yeah. just about to publish one when we talked. I'm trying to remember which one I was working or was ready to um i know i was still working on the phase shifter series when we chatted yeah um i think it was still pretty new i have four books out in the series now and i'm actually working on a new trilogy that i'm going to release next year i finished the first book it took me longer to write than the others that's a little bit thicker um than anything i've written so far but definitely has more in it than anything i've written but yeah, I've just been writing away and being a mom, staying busy doing mom things and living this crazy life in our pandemic. Yeah. Just when we thought it was over, you know, it flares its ugly little head. Yep. So um, the second person um, is Lacey. Um, Lacey, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, so I'm Lacey Powers. Um, I'm a social worker. I am currently working on my master's at LU. Hopefully, I'll graduate in May. Um, right now, I am living in Pulse Valley, but I am working in Oklahoma City at a program that works directly with the courts. Um, I instruct batterers intervention and uh, substance-related arrest classes, um, do drug testing, and many other things there at a custody rid, um, just among some of the few. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah, you were um, on two of our top five episodes. And uh, I know that they were some of the most talked about episodes that we had the most, com- you know, like comments and, and uh, letters sent in and stuff like that. Um, so how, you know, how it, has that, has anybody talked to you about any of that or 
has it met you like it has us? Um, no. I just didn't know if if anybody. There's a lot of um. We got we've gotten so many letters from you know younger girls and from women that were kind of like not afraid to speak out, but just you know didn't know how to talk about stuff with their husbands and stuff. And um, you know your social stance on the social reform and stuff. A lot of people really stood behind that. And I think it was kind of empowering for a lot of people that have felt like they were screaming into the void and they're like, Hey, there's other people out oh. there that have similar views. So that was really neat. And we'll share one later. That is awesome. Yeah. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. cause that's the whole, that's the whole point of this is like, um, the whole reason I got into this line of work was to make a difference, but a difference, a positive difference in people's lives um, and to help them in the midst of their struggles. Um, even if they were in the wrong when they did something kind of like what I'm doing right now, most of these individuals are court ordered to these classes. And um, the, most of them, it's kind of um, funny how it works. So like my better's intervention classes, most people, when they get sentenced to these classes, it's a 52 week program. They come in there and they're just, angry they're mad and they just they rant and they rave for the whole hour and a half of class at me and then come maybe six weeks in they start they start realizing how beneficial this is and how um, much they're already learning and yeah um that's what this is supposed to be about so i mean yeah i love to hear that people haven't felt empowered by what i had to say it's pretty cool, you know, like one of the things that I think of is the the movie Freedom Riders, you know, where a bunch of those inner city kids that, that no one had ever sat down with them and explained to them why books were important and, uh, you know, like why think outside of where they live because, you know, half of them are dodging bullets or their mom's on drugs and, and, it, and it took one lady to kind of just be like, you know, here, here's a book about Anne Frank, you know, something they're like, why do I need to know about her? She died a long time ago or whatever. She was, you know, not relevant to me. Like she's not in the hood. And so it was just the whole time that we were talking, I was kind of thinking of that narrative of like those kids, you know, getting a second chance for someone. Cause a lot of people that were in your position don't care enough, you know, or they're just trying to get to the end of their job so they can, reach retirement or, you know, just the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice to have someone yeah. that's clear thinking and wants to make an actual difference. Yeah. My, my past, um, I feel like makes me a little bit different in that way. Um, because I definitely see that every day in my line of work. And, um, because I come from where I come from, like I have like full intention in what I do. And, um, but that's really like, really awesome like yeah. makes me almost like tear up like i'm glad that that's what your mind went to because yeah. yeah. it tells me like i'm doing it right yeah. yes well and, and not to like um leave our next guest out but i wanted to kind of retouch on also on maddie like one thing that that's cool about you know what she's been doing too is i see she's giving spotlights like she's not just saying hey you know come check out my books come check out my stuff and don't read anything else i've seen a lot of her stuff has been pointing towards other artists, other authors, you know, trying to get the word out on all these people because we, if we win, we all win together kind of thing. 
you know, instead of just being selfish about it. So that's really neat to watch. Yeah, yeah I, I love yeah. doing that. Sorry, Lacey, I didn't mean to get you off. I was, with being an, an author, like pointing to others and sharing that and sharing their work, that's how, that's how you get, get it out there easier, you know? Yeah, of course. It It's funny because, you know, like as, as a, like a little, you know, podunk podcast out, out here in the middle of Oklahoma where this kind of stuff <laughs> isn't like really talked about. I mean, you know, the first, I think year that we had this every time I said, Hey, yeah, I got this podcast. They're like, what? <laughs> like, what is that? Like nobody around here, like we're always behind the time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, is that, you know, is that one of them things on TikTok?" And I'm like, no, 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 it's different. But, um, anyway, so, you know, it's, it's one of those, when you have other people that are kind of in your line and you, and you see them also moving and making a wave, you kind of band together to kind of like make the wave bigger instead of a whole bunch of us sitting here paddling on our own, you know, kind of, kind of thing. But yeah, for sure. But yeah. Um, and then our next guest, um, I kind of saved her for last because, um, this podcast really wouldn't be a thing without her. It started without her, but it wasn't really, it didn't have a direction. It was one of those, you know, two guys, two idiots just talking in a, in a, place and she kind of formed this to make it kind of an empire it's like an entity now it's it's different it feels like a business and uh that's uh ali ali will you introduce yourself look at you talking me up (laughs) hey guys i'm ali i i am in the background of the podcast Aaron is the host um i do like being on these episodes though and talking to people and hearing their sides of their stories um, and these, these ladies, they have so much that they do. They're moms, they have jobs, they're in college, they've written books. And me, I'm just a low cashier at Walmart. You oh, guys whatever. are awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is, is honestly though, um, you probably see more people in a matter of a few minutes than we do on a daily basis. And you're kind of one of those people that determine whether or not people see a smile or not, you know? Yeah, I mean, in the way I look at it inside this Walmart, don't come at me. Um, I get paid the least amount of money in my store, the front end does. And I feel like that, I feel like we should all be at least all equal. Like, I, there's people there that have been there less time than I have, and I, they still make more money than I do. And it's like, most of the time, we're the only people, let's catch here, the only people that these customers see and speak to because they may not need help trying to find things or anything like that or getting things down. So they have to, and if they have to talk to us, if they want to see a people, they have to talk to us. So I have, you know, my questions, how are you? Did you find everything okay today? And, you know, I kind of just talk to them, and if they didn't find it, try to see maybe I can help them find it. And try to make the day just a little bit better. So, and sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Sometimes you just can't make anyone happy, no matter how yeah. much you try, how hard. And it's just like, okay. I tried today. That's all that matters. Yeah. And fortunately you don't get paid for it, but you become a problem solver sometimes. Yep. Some well, somebody comes in heated, they're already mad at something else, you know, that you had no yeah, nothing to do, do above with. my pay grade. Yeah. And then you're the one who has to like, defuse um, it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, let me talk to my manager and I can go from there, but that's just honestly far as I can go because yeah. 
corporate doesn't listen to us only cashiers well have no say uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm really glad. Like, I I always hear good things about you. Um, like when we're, you know, talking about stuff about Walmart, everybody's like, yeah, the redhead at the front. So I'm assuming that's always you. <laughs> um, there's three of us at the front now, but I've been there the longest. Yeah, just say, just say yes. Just say it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's I mean, bad, then it's the other girl. You. Yeah. Unless it's like somebody's like, oh, man, <laughs> me. I've had my moments. <laughs> I've had my moments. Yeah. Let me tell you, you work in retail. <laughs> but I'm I'm so glad all three of you have, you know, come back on the show. That means you didn't have a terrible time. I, Lacey, this is your third time, so you must enjoy it a little. I mean, I just really like you, Aaron. Yeah. You go back a long way. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. <laughs> No, I mean, I really do. I really okay, do. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, you know, using that mom voice where you're like, yeah, you know, because I do that with my kids all <laughs> no, the time. They're like, Dad, no, don't we, you we love? Go, we have too much history. We go back too yeah. far to not have a special place in my heart, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey. I mean, it's funny because it feels also like a million years ago, but it also feels like it was yesterday. So, I mean, it's really special, you know. Yeah, for sure. But Christmas, guys, it's almost here. Um, At the time you're hearing this, it's, what, like four days away? Yep. Yeah, today's the 20th, and this will drop on the 24th. Oh, man. I'm insane. I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. But I'm also like, man, it always flies by, and then it feels like it's another mm-hmm. 365 days. But mm-hmm. speaking of Christmas, and I'm I know. I'm already ready for next year. Yeah, exactly. I know all of you all have, have families, um, and, you know, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of our traditions. Um, here at the Allison, you know, family, we have a few that we do we do you know christmas eve gifts and and stuff like that um maddie do you want to kind of talk about some of the stuff that you you guys do at your house yeah normally we travel and spend a lot of time visiting family um we try to be home for christmas eve so we can do opening presents from santa on christmas morning we put out cookies and milk with a lid because i have cats um but like before that, we try to get the Christmas lights and just decorate inside the house. This year, it'll be a little bit different, but we're still going to do, hopefully, do some traveling. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely um, kind of bittersweet. There, I know, like you were kind of talking about, there's a lot of people that this year, the pandemic has really still, it's still not different for them this year, but... Um, Hopefully some people that are out there listening are actually getting to see their family this year. Cause I know there was a lot that didn't get to see anyone. Um, I know I have a friend that's in that most of their family lives in Texas and they weren't allowed to go down there. So, so hopefully, yeah. So hopefully cause our grandma is like 89 or something like that. So, you know, it's always like a, that sensitive thing where you're like, is this the last time I ever see her every time you leave? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, I don't have any family left, so there's not much of one anymore, but I made my own family to make my own traditions, and 
That's I mean, good. I, I get it. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're kind of working on starting some new stuff with my son is young. So, mm. like, the whole the elf on the shelf thing, we're trying to do that. Yeah. So. It's exciting. I, I really want to do that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to I start next year. But it's also, like, I'm kind of nervous because my kids are way more creative than me. And I'm, like, afraid that, like, I'm going to wake up and the elf is going to have done horrible things to me. <laughs> You know, no. <laughs> like wake up with like a buzz cut or I something. Don't do a, I don't do elf with the shelf, but I know children are not allowed to touch the elf or parents yep. technically aren't, you know? Yeah. Um, but you could, I've seen so much on Pinterest and TikTok. You could find That's something yeah. every day. And, you know, there's the, so the two, you know, two weeks of quarantine, there's no quarantine. So you can't move it for two weeks because they're in quarantine for two weeks. Uh, so there's yeah. some time of it. You can also break a leg like they did something and break a leg and have to stay in one place. Yeah. I was just scared that yeah, my kids this morning, would like Piper's, shame. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was saying this morning Piper's was in, um, she has the Dell, or I'm sorry, the LOL dollhouse. Yeah. And um, it was in the little hot tub with a bunch of cotton balls and the other LOL dolls. And had drinks all around the side, and they were in the hot tub. <laughs> That's so cute and funny. Like, That's fun. But yeah, I just knew that my kids would outsmart me and and like shave my head and then blame the elf, even though the elf never moved. <laughs> Cause that's just how devious they are. They they're always one step ahead, even though you know I'd love to think I'm brilliant. They're a little bit smarter sometimes. But yeah, that's, that's one thing I'd like to start. I think, um, I'm, you know, I'll talk about the other stuff after the break, but, um, there was one tradition that I really wanted to talk about that's really special with my family. And, you know, we used to go and get a new Hallmark, um, ornament every year, but, um, you know, we didn't get to go last year. So we started making our own stuff. So we made the, you know, 25 days of Christmas loops that they get to break off every day. And, um, now we make stuff and sign it, you know, because they're not going to be a little much longer. Yeah. And that's when it matters, you know? Yeah. Well, um, now we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. When you're working hard, you need a hand cleaner that's hard working. Permatex's fast orange hand cleaner cleans hands quickly and efficiently. It removes ingrained dirt, grease, grime, oil, etc. It contains the high-quality moisturizing agents lanolin, aloe vera and glycerin, which prevents the skin from drying out and cracking. It comes with a lovely orange scent. But don't let that fool you, it's tough on grime. I'm Asta, and you can find Fast Orange in stores, and you can find me on twitch.tv, tiger underscore eyes underscore dark. Yeah, so um, I usually do Elf on the Shelf. Um, so for the full 25 day, or 24 days, we do Elf on the Shelf. Um, it's so her, her Elf is crazy. I go above and beyond with that, too. <laughs> Who has um, more like, fun doing that, uh, you or her? <laughs> Maybe both. Because sometimes I get really like evil with it. Like 
an old mark on her face with a mustache. Oh no! Or like one one day she had to sleep in some like really old like small pajamas and so it cut holes in her pajamas. That's hilarious. <laughs> um. It, uh, wrap the bathroom in wrapping paper. So I do that. Um, and then I always get an advent calendar, kind of like you were saying, the 25 rings. Um, but I do, it's an advent, so there's like a gift for each day that she gets to open. I, I, um, I always try to do that, but it seems like when they start coming out, I can never find a one that like I want. Cause my kids, they, they already so have hard. too much candy and I'm not a real big chocolate guy. And there's three of them. So I don't want to buy three advent yeah. calendars. So it's a little tricky. But um, this year we didn't go that way. But we normally do. We found a Lego one one year that had three Legos each in it. Like little mini yeah. figures. So we just split them up. Yeah, that's um, last year I did the, we had a Star Wars Lego advent calendar. Oh, that's cool. And so, yeah, she was a pretty big fan of that one. Um, this year is like Elf on the Shelf. So it's just, she gets new Elf every time she opens one oh, that's or, awesome. i think there's reindeers and christmas trees and whatnot but um so yeah i do that, the attic calendar the shelf and then on christmas night um also yeah we always do the gingerbread houses yeah. um and then on christmas night i do um we go outside and like i make reindeer food because that, that's one thing i do remember from my childhood was that like you put oats and everything in there, and you uh, go outside and sprinkle it across your grass and stuff, and it's supposed That's to be cool. reindeer food. And so um, we do that, and then we make the cookies for Santa ourselves, and that's really about it. Um, sometimes I give her a Christmas Eve gift if she remembers, but I usually don't bring it up yeah. to her. Yeah. yeah, I, you know, speaking of the reindeer, not to like interject, but it, it just reminded me one thing that we do that. I did one time just as kind of like a last minute, like, like, let's do this. Um, and now like if I don't remember, they gripe me out. Um, we get carrots and dip them in brown sugar and then tie a, uh, tie them to a fishing line and tie it to the, uh, the rail on the stairs and then chunk it on the roof. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and so I do that because I don't want a bunch of rotting carrots on my roof. Um, but uh, last year we didn't have carrots and the store was closed, you know, or like uh, super busy, I guess. And uh, so we did uh, peppermint. Well, the the reindeer didn't exactly like the peppermint. Um, and so when they came out, there was busted peppermint like all over the ground. <laughs> it was a little windy. And uh, so so this year they... I went to the uh, to the section with the candy and stuff, and they're looking at peppermint. And they're like, "Nope, we're not doing it this year, Dad. <laughs> we want to make Rudolph mad." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, Allie, what are some of your family traditions that you know you hold special? Um, my daughter's only two, so um, this is only her second Christmas. But we started, um, I take her all of her pictures myself, mm-hmm. um, mostly on my phone. But I took her, I take her Christmas pictures and I started sending out Christmas cards to relatives. And I think I'm going to start where I, where I send, um, where I get like canvases made for my parents every year, like a new one. Um, my grandma, she drinks coffee, so like there's nobody's business. So every year, I get her a coffee cup with Aww. less picture on it. 
And it started when Celeste was, after she was born, she was born in January. So we had to wait till her birthday to give her her first one. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I normally put up the tree and we listen to music, but this year we didn't have a tree because my two cats and a toddler. Uh (laughs) But I definitely want to put it up every year with her and have her decorate and put things where she wants. Um, and we go look at lights every year. I think we're going to doing that. Last year, we went to Chickasaw, and this year, we went to Ada. So, well, I'm still trying to figure out where our traditions are going to be since she's so little. Yeah. Well, but this year, we're special. going to the North Pole Adventure. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot about that. So, it sounds pretty good. Like, they have reindeer and stuff. That sounds fun. Where is it at? It's in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. We're supposed yeah, to go to Dallas this year. So we're going to do, like, a bunch of lights and go ice skating. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, my son's going to be four in January. So it's like, I'm, I'm with you guys about the, of, like, Allie about figuring out traditions. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. One thing that, um. And with COVID, everything's hard, too. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. been terrible. Yeah. Even when they get, like, seven or eight, you're still going to be trying to figure out the traditions. They will change with age, yeah. too, because, like, sometimes, yeah. you know, the kids will be like, like, I ain't doing that anymore. Uh, like, my oldest is kind of just like, oh, yeah, this is this is nice. Uh, sometimes um, she just turned 14, so she's kind of in that transition where she doesn't know where she believes in sand anymore. But... Uh, but you know she still wants the presence, so she tries to stay quiet. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, another thing that we we did every year, but last year because we just money was so much tighter last year that the kids didn't have a whole lot. Um, we bought one big gift and like then we just kind of got filler because um, you know it was it was rough. Like we didn't work for half the year, and Megan was in nursing school, so we tried to we tried to do stuff for the kids um you know like had like went and did things with them instead that didn't cost money and so we tried we went ice skating and and stuff like that um but one thing that we've been doing is we go and we buy a hallmark uh, ornament for our tree like a new one each year so that's a good tradition yeah and then i you know when they get older and they move out we can you know, when they have kids, box ours up and send them to them, you know, split them up. And that way, yeah, they can that's actually do something that. my mom does with Piper, too. Is um, she has a ornament for every year that she has been that she was born. And um, so, yeah, we have seven ornaments that's specifically awesome. from her, and then she gets them engraved with her name and the year on that's them. Sweet. Also, so. That is precious. Yeah, yeah. we. <laughs> My mom started that too, where she did one for all of us kids. Yeah. And then I wanted to carry it on, but I added two. I get two. That way, I, she has one for when she was out. I can still keep with that as well. Mm. Well, this year, yeah. I decided to shake it up a little, and she painted her ornament. That's really two. And I made mm-hmm. two of them for her. That way, she'll have one, and we have one. But I'm like, this is really unique. It's something you did. Yeah. 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 For the year. For the year. Her name on it. That's sweet. My uh, grandma used to buy Brennan when he was like one, two, and three. 
she bought him Christmas ornaments. Uh, he was like first Christmas, and then she bought him another, like a penguin driving a race car, and then something else. But she bought two <laughs> because she sent one, and she put she's like one for him to play with, and one for him to put on the tree. And because you know she knew <laughs> that he was gonna be taking it off to to break it, uh, so I thought yeah. that was kind of like extra of her, but it was nice. So like at Valley Gifts here in Paul Valley, they what my mom's newest thing is is that um, they make ornaments that you can put your picture on. So she will find a picture of her and Piper oh. and um, send it to Valley Gifts, and so on the front it has the picture, on the back it has the her name and the year of Christmas. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Those are things like right now, you know, like as you're buying them, you know, they're special, but you don't know how special my, um, it was really sad. My grandma, my grandpa died two summers ago, I think now. And he was the one that like, he wrapped all the presents cause and he, she shakes really bad. So, you know, he would always sign all of our cards and stuff. And, um, he would help her get all the Christmas decorations down. Well, he kept them out in the shop. Well, last year or the year before last, like right after he died, I think it was like six months exactly to the day, uh, his shop burned down and all the Christmas ornaments for my mom's like childhood and my childhood and my sister's childhood, you know, stuff that can't be replaced because they're no longer with us. Like, um, you know, and, and like their daughter that passed away from cancer when she was real young, like all those things burn. And so, as a family, what we've been trying to do is, like, get our kids' stuff to them, you know, like, all, like, we get personalized things that say, like, you know, Mammy, and then has all her grandkids on it, and trying to not, like, replace them, but, like, to fill the void, you know, of all the yeah, stuff cool. that was lost, because that stuff is, is so precious, and you don't even know it till it, you know, till something like that happens. Yeah. It was more devastating than all the tools that burned, you know. Oh yeah. But, um, so, uh, now I'm going to, um, we're going to pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. We hope that after you listen to an episode of diner discussions that you get the warm fuzzies, but if you're looking for something a little spookier, something a little more scary, then check out our friends at Ohio hauntings and legends podcast. Uh, you can check them out at ohiohl.com and on Facebook. Hello, and welcome to the Ohio Hauntings and Legends podcast. We will be taking you to places you have never dreamt of going. Hundreds, if not thousands, of haunted and abandoned locations. We will visit with the paranormal from your nightmares and try to understand the unexplained. Ohio alone has 88 counties within our state, and virtually each one of those counties has a story to tell. Ohio's history is bloodstained throughout its history. We will be covering more than just Ohio. We will cover the state you live in, the country. Trust me. There are thrills, chills, and we are upping the fright factor with each new stop we make. We will be traveling the world, the globe, looking for the strange, the mysterious, and the frightening. Mostly, we will find the unexplainable. Many of these episodes are genuine. Others are legend or hearsay. Believe those that you choose or believe in none. It is your choice. Just get comfortable, sit back, dim the lights, and listen.
Eight Diners, it's Defoop here. And Colorfly. From It's Your Roll. We would like to wish you all a Merry Christmas. And Happy Holidays. So, um, you guys, are you ready to play our first game? Absolutely. Um, yeah, let's start. Okay, so, this one is called Hallmark or Hell No. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to read... Uh, a synopsis of a potential Hallmark movie, and you're going to uh, tell me if it is a actual Hallmark movie or if it was something that was just made up. And uh, do you want to uh, know who you're going to be playing for? Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> no pressure. You're playing for real people. Okay, so the first person uh, will be Allie, and she's playing for Joseph Lane. So if Ali um, wins this first game, then Joseph, you'll be receiving uh, a $50 gift card. Uh, it's a Visa Blue, card, Blue. so you can use it anywhere. Uh, Maddie, you are playing for Terrence Joe. Um, and Lacey, you're playing for Melissa Jacobs. So no pressure, guys. No pressure. <laughs> Okay, so hey, I, I watch Hallmark, so I got this. <laughs> okay, so what we're gonna do is I'm going to um, read the synopsis, and then you guys are going to one by one tell me uh, is it uh, real or fake. Um, you can say Hallmark or hell no, you don't have to. Um, but um, we'll we'll just go down the line. We'll start with Allie and go Allie, Maddie, Lacey, and uh, uh, no, Lacey, Allie, Maddie is how I wrote it down. Sorry. Um, but, uh, the first one is in this TV movie from 2012, when their schools undergo a merger, two high school music teachers are forced to compete for the sole music department position. The way the school makes such an important decision, forcing them to duke it out during a televised competition, showcasing their musical talents, uh, Christmas Carol style, their interactions over the course of their contest preparation seem to point towards a relationship on the horizon, but is that possible when they're facing the heat of competition? So is that a Hallmark movie or is that something that was just made up? Uh, Lacey? Made up. Hell no. So false. All right. Allie. Yeah. What? Oh, my sister answer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say made up too. Okay. So fake. All right. Uh, Maddie. Hell no. Okay. It's my answer as well. <laughs> All right. So that is that is actually a Hallmark movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, failed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Well. Yeah. We'll all go down together. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This is going to be fun. like an awful movie. <laughs> it sounded more like a Disney movie, honestly. So. Yeah. Right. I was just yes, thinking of like, I was thinking. yeah, I was thinking of like Pitch Perfect, but like Christmas edition. Yeah, that's here. Okay, so the next one is in this 2009 Hallmark classic, a college dropout decides to not go home, but go to a town 65 miles south of her hometown to start over and spend the holidays alone. While at a local restaurant, she sees her father eating dinner with a woman and two children she's never seen. Reeling from disgust and shock, she spends the rest of the movie trying to figure out what's going on. Assuming that her dad is living a double life, she decides to tell her mother, discovering in a super embarrassing way that her dad has a twin brother he knew nothing about and almost ruining both men's Christmas with their families and learning a valuable <laughs> lesson along the way. 
I'm going to say negative, like not a Hallmark. So false. Okay. <laughs> so hell no. Okay. Oh, I'm going to say, oh, it's my turn? Yeah. I'm going to say it is a Hallmark movie because it kind of sounds like one. All right, Maddie? Yeah, I'm going to go with Hallmark as well. Okay, Lacey gets one point. I, I totally made that up off the top of my head too. <laughs> what? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, my grandma used to watch it all the time, and I was like, "What is the craziest thing that I could say that sounds exactly like something that she would be watching right now at her house?" You did a good job. Yeah, I think that yeah. might that might actually like I might actually call Hallmark later and be like, "Hey, I got, I got your next smash hit." <laughs> Okay, so are you ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Two people get invited onto a reality show where they have to spend the week of Christmas in a giant snow globe uh, for a giant cash prize. The hardships of being forced to spend Christmas with a stranger for a cash prize may not be all it's cracked up to be when the two quickly learn they can't stand each other. Will they win big or fall in love? Hallmark or hell no? Hallmark. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, it's hell no. Oh, oh we're mad at this. It's like the perfect Christmas movie, though. I mean, come on. It, it sounds like a snow globe. Yeah, there is a snow globe movie. Uh, there is. Yeah, but not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that one come from? From me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, Hallmark, you can email me at uh, dinerdiscussions at gmail.com. Uh, I will take For all real. of your money. <laughs> Please do. I'm an immediate person. <laughs> I'll promote it. Yeah. Okay, so the next one is this 2018 Hallmark special follows Taylor, an architect who moves from place to place frequently and is soon to receive a promotion that will force her to move once again. But when she meets bakery owner and a single dad, Adam, while searching for a partner to aid her in creating a life-size gingerbread house for an upcoming competition, she realizing planting your roots in one place isn't always so bad. Hallmark. If this isn't a Hallmark movie, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to say Hallmark, too, because that sounds like something I've watched on Hallmark recently. So, I mean, that's a bit of me, and it's like, yeah, we're just going to Hallmark. So, it's Hallmark. <laughs> yay! Yay! Oh, I got a point, finally. I tried to throw you <laughs> off with having some that, like, two things that were ridiculous and they were both kind of similar, you know, like the the snow mm-hmm. globe and the giant gingerbread house. But, uh, okay. So, but yeah, and that's, it, what's really bad is that, like, she just said she watched Hallmark and I watched Hallmark, so we need to figure out if the other girl watches Hallmark. <laughs> so, I mean, I have to We won't even know what we're cable, watching. So... <laughs> I'm a little rusty. I watch all the ones on Netflix, though. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like all the Netflix like specials with like Vanessa Hutchins and like the Royal Baby or whatever. Oh, yeah. Some of those are really yeah. Yeah. Those are my favorite. <laughs> right? They're Hallmark ish. <laughs> they, they are. Like, they the, really uh, are. The, they have the idea. That's so funny. Okay, so the next one is from 2011. It's a family Christmas special. Two single parents met in a weird way when their dogs met in the park and immediately make plans to wed. 
Things are always more complicated than that, however, and this proves true for our smitten couple as the children of both parents have objections to the union on the grounds that they can't get along with each other as a family. Therefore, it's up to the telepathically communicating dogs to bring the prospect or pros to bring the family together in time for the biggest events they may ever witness. Hallmark or hell no? Hell no. 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 Uh, it, it's definitely a Hallmark movie. <laughs> in y'all's defense. Yes, in y'all's defense. I was like, I've never seen a telepathic dog thing on Hallmark, but it's the number one most hated Hallmark movie of all time. So it's the lowest rated. <laughs> okay, so it probably didn't air very often. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It, it was probably a one day and, and canceled kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, all right, next one. Moving right along before <laughs> before y'all riot from these terrible, terrible plots. Uh, uh, there's nothing like being stuck in an elevator for Christmas, but in 2003, uh, this Hallmark movie had six unlucky people uh, who will do just that. Will a businessman who has been neglecting his family, a teenager who has taken their family for granted, a lonely grandma, a man just released from prison, an overworked mom, and a pregnant lady who is on her way to her OBGYN appointment make it out in time to get to their families for Christmas? Or will they each teach each other valuable lessons about what makes a group of, of people a family? So stuck in an elevator. Six people. <laughs> Lacey, uh, what you got? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes because it feels like it is. Okay. I'm also gonna say yes, even if it is a little bit of a crazy idea. Well, um, the telepathic telepathic dog was, you know, okay for you, but the yeah. elevator scene was just where you draw the line. Sounds like something Hallmark would do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hell no. I made that up. <laughs> so Lacey, Lacey's in the lead. Yeah. Well, I made it as generic as possible because, you know, a lot of Hallmark movies are just like that. Like, they've got just like a little bit of a premise, but not really. And it's just like, we'll fill in the details as we go kind of plots. Yeah. But Lacey's winning three to, three to uh, two. Now I'm going to make this last... This last one, uh, let me make sure. Yes, I'm going to make this last one worth um, double points. So if 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 <laughs> Allie or on. Maddie get this, then they will be tied with you, and then we'll have to do a tiebreaker. If you get it, you win. Um, Noted. Okay, so who thought that a Hallmark Christmas movie would cross paths with secret agents and aliens? In this 2010 film... Homeland Security mistakes Santa's sleigh for an alien spacecraft, causing him to crash land in a small town while being pursued by a posse of scatterbrained secret agents. Forced to create the Christmas magic he manufactures every year without his workshop or tools, he ends up turning the neighborhood into an impromptu toy factory. So you got secret agents, aliens, <laughs> uh, <laughs> army, <laughs> and, a, and a giant toy factory. In, in a town. Um, what, what do you got, Lacey? I'm going to say Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> you, did that, you, you didn't sound sure of yourself on that one. I don't. I don't sound sure at all. <laughs> you don't trust me? 
<laughs> I don't. I mean, there's a telepathic dog for once, and, you know. True. So. All right, Holly, for all the marbles. I'm going to say no. All right, Maddie. Ooh, I'm going to go with Hallmark. It, yeah, your it, kid agrees. It's, it's Hallmark. What? Oh my God. They got the game over. Yeah, Lacey, Lacey wins. Uh, she, she finishes with five points. So, uh, Lacey, who did I tell you was your person? Was it Terrence? Uh, no, I think you said it was Maddie. Melissa Jacobs? Or Madison. Melissa Jacobs. Okay. Yeah. Melissa Jacobs, congratulations. Lacey just won you a gift card. I will uh, email you uh, on the email you sent me, and uh, we can we can ship it out. So uh, after that hilarious game, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. all love to receive adorable animals under the Christmas tree this year. But did you know the leading cause of animal shelters being overpacked in the spring is from people buying cute fur babies for loved ones that may not have space for them? So this Christmas, help an organization that's trying to be the solution to overcrowding. Best Friends Animal Society is taking action to stop breeding discrimination, stop puppy mills, and make spaying and neutering available and more accessible. My name is Leah Lawson. And you can help me by teaming up with best friends who are working to save the lives of cats and dogs all across America and giving second chances at happy homes this Christmas. So visit bestfriends.org today. And we're back. Um, so <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, uh, what was that ranked for you, Lacey? And uh, why was it your favorite game of all time? I would definitely have to say it was like a seven or an eight because it was <laughs> like intriguing. Because I'm like, I watched Hallmark and I was wrong half the time. Um, and then it was just, it was enjoyable. Like it made me giggle a lot. So. That's funny. Yeah, I was looking for stuff to do, and and it just came to me. I was like, man, that would be kind of a fun game. Um, okay, so we're gonna do another one called Ho Ho No, and uh, I'm gonna read you um, a Santa getting up to mischief. Um, I'm gonna read you uh, Santa getting up to mischief, like a I'm I don't know, kind of like a newspaper article, I guess. And you're going to tell me if it actually happened or it didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh this one's going to be... You know all the crazies in this world? Yeah, I know. For real? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, since Lacey won, she'll go first, and then we'll do Maddie Alley to mix it up. Um, a theater actor thought it was the role he had been looking for when he asked to play Santa. His jealous theater mate didn't feel the same way and put super glue in his Santa hat that sent him to the hospital. Is that uh, true or not? True. True. Agreed. True. <laughs> well, you started this game off with a point. That was true. Uh, 
it, it yeah it took it took uh it took them a while to get it off because uh when they pulled it off or tried to pull it off it came off with the scalp so yeah oh. so Ow. not a good way to spend christmas <laughs> it reminds me of, of what is it um the girl with a little red bow no nobody <laughs> she has like the special gift like the gift oh, powers i thought you were talking about jojo jojo siwa <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't think of it. It's been on, like, it's a Christmas, I don't know. Does little it, girl with a red bow. Does it involve glue? Gift. Yeah, she glues her dad's hat on her head. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wow. think of it because it's one of my favorites. That sounds like that TikTok lady that glued her hair. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Super glued her hair. Mm. Gorilla glue. Guys, I know you guys up. are gonna. You guys will know it if I can think of it. It's, I'll search it later and I'll probably call a, you and be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah." Has bad parents. Her parents are like, he's a car salesman and yeah. Do you know what, Matilda? Yes, Matilda. <laughs> That's oh, such a yeah. I, I was thinking okay. that you were talking about Christmas I was thinking movies. Christmas movies. I was like, I'm not. How well, dare you? Yeah. Not during the holidays. But. <laughs> Well, we y'all all are tied. So the next one is a Santa Claus was caught stealing a tractor from a farm. He tried to outrun police, but the tractor was stuck in first gear, so he was easily arrested. What you got, Lacey? Oh. Not true. I'm I'm gonna say true. Allie? I'm gonna have to say not true. It's true. I legit thought you made that up. No, but he was also <laughs> intoxicated, so okay, that would that make makes... sense. I could yeah. easily see that intoxicated I mean, Santa gonna... driving a tractor and not be able to shift gear. Yeah. yeah. Like he's from Elmore. I deal with a lot of clients who make very stupid crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I said yes to that. Well what's funny is when they interviewed him later on and asked why he didn't just get out and run, he he said that he was so drunk that he couldn't tell how to unlock the door. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, and the door wasn't closed, so you know. Oh. I I love that story because it had layers. Every every time I like scrolled down a little bit, it was like, oh, this is weird. It's getting weirder. <laughs> yeah, it gets worse. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, a local Florida Santa was doing his normal pictures with kitties when a half pound of cocaine fell out of his suit and slid into the crowd. An off-duty oh police God. officer just happened to be in the crowd and busted the Santa for his illegal snow. And the bad part of me is, like, cocaine's really popular right now. Like, I got all kinds of calls that's positive for that. So. <laughs> I just I love the illegal snow part. That just cracks me up. <laughs> the illegal snow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say, uh, why not? True. Okay. I'm going to go say true, too, because, like, that just seems like something that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you heard I'm Florida, Florida Santa, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what, Allie? Yeah, that, too. He was in Florida. You know, yeah. something's even bigger there. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> what say you, Allie? True. Oh, well, it was false. I just made that up. 
<laughs> oh. Oh. I'm sure there's a story like that somewhere. Oh, yeah. That yeah, it just hasn't been published. The best lies are based in fact. <laughs> That's, yeah. They have a little bit of trueness to them. Uh, there was a guy that got arrested, but it was for weed, and it was a pound. So, um. He, oh, he he it was in his bag like not it wasn't special like or funny so i was like man i'll just twist this you know uh, <laughs> so uh, remember if he says that story we know it was true which story yep the one that you just told us about uh, yeah. oh yeah uh um an elderly woman was arrested for harassing a santa claus at a walmart in denver she walked around the gate and yelled in his face until authorities arrived. Uh, what was so important that she decided to ruin Christmas, you might ask? She was accusing Santa of owing her back child support. The man had never met the woman, and she didn't have any kids. Oh, my gosh. Lacey? Um, gosh. Like, I feel like I deal with these people. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is just a normal day at the office. Yes, I mean, don't get confused at my job. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I would, I guess, I'll go ahead and say true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with true as well because I've seen some patients with dementia and stuff, and that it's it's very possible that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> or schizophrenia. I mean, yeah, yeah. Allie, what I'm about you? Say true. Okay. Well, you all get a point. It happened. Yay! And, finally. And the best part of it was that when they came to arrest her, she uh, mooned the children as she was walking out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, she just bent over because she had handcuffs on, and they, like, I guess they had released her arms just, you know, for a brief second, and she just pulled down her pants and mooned the crowd. <laughs> Oh Can you God. imagine, like, being just like, you're like, yay, I'm going to, the kids are never going to forget this. They're going to talk to Santa. No, they'll never forget it, but for other reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So bad. I can only imagine my kids' reaction to that. <laughs> okay, so um, a crowd of Santa Clauses decided it was time to come to blows in the middle of a crowded mall over other clauses infringing on their work turf. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, does it? It was a it was a brawl would, between Santa Clauses. I would say true. Yep, I'm gonna go with true. Maybe it was not true. Oh, Allie sneaking in there with the with the false. It's false. Uh Whoa, it did happen, it. but it wasn't at a mall me. and it was between elves. And it was in a parking lot. Oh. <laughs> Allie, we're tied now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the last one. Plans for nobody. Yeah. The last one. If if Lacey gets this, it's a triple tie, and we'll have to figure out something. Uh, we'll do a we'll we'll do a um a trivia question. Um, but uh, if Allie or Maddie get it by themselves, they win. Um, okay, so a Santa in Reno found out the hard way that Rudolph don't play. A group of live reindeer were brought in to play Rudolph and his fellow sleighmates. As Santa was giving his last speech to the um, unsuspecting crowd, he reached up to pet Rudolph on his back, and the deer kicked him in the crotch, sending him sailing off the stage and into the crowd. (laughs) 
No pressure, Lacey. I, mean, I, think I think I've guessed true on every single one of these. I'm going to go ahead and say true again. Why not? Right. Same. I'm going to say true as well. Uh-huh. I'm also going to say true. All right. Uh, it was true. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything extra for that one. That was just funny on its own. So there was like no backstory that needed to be told. Okay, so let's see. All right, so Allie and Maddie, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, and if you get it right, uh, we'll do another one until somebody gets it wrong, I guess. Okay. Let me do this real quick. Let me look up this on my old thing because I have a trivia question about snow. I think. This probably the last one. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to pull this up. All right, so all right, so what is the record? Okay, I'm going to ask, and you can get close. The closest person, you're just going to guess a number. The closest person wins. How about that? Okay. Okay. Um, the Official 24-hour snow record in California is how many inches? Uh, Hallie, go first. 24-hour? Yeah. But in California? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know it snowed in California. Just it doesn't very much. That's what I'm thinking. Um, let's go with 12 inches. Okay, and Maddie? 20 inches. All right, uh, Maddie wins. It's 67 inches. Holy crap, yeah. 67? Yeah. It, it was measured at Echo Summit, <laughs> so um, it Mountain Pass. Much, it does yeah, over by kind of like by Lake Tahoe. Okay, so um, we're going to uh, hear from one more sponsor, and then we're going to do our last game. Hey, this is Eve from Denver, Colorado, and you're listening to Diner Discussions. Today's episode is brought to you by Nestle Hot Cocoa. From the brand that's been making chocolate memories for 100 plus years, with individual packets perfect for the office or on the go. Each single serve packet makes creamy smooth cocoa good to the last drop. Now in 10 different flavors, find your favorite taste today. So grab some marshmallows and some cookies and let's get back to the show. Good morning, coming to you from the Conscious Community Co-op. So I want to give a huge shout out to Aaron with Diner Discussions Podcast. Uh, very, very grateful for you having us on the show and also want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Chris and I were farmers before we opened the co-op. And one of the things, uh, problems that um, we were made aware of over and over and over again is that people are busy on Saturdays or they're working on Wednesdays. And there's such a movement for people wanting local food. So we decided we needed a brick and mortar store. 
we opened Conscious with 12 vendors, and we are now at over 160 vendors, local farmers, ranchers, meat producers, artisans, like leathersmiths, all kinds of things. And so she continues to just blow my husband and I away of how much she's growing and how much the, you know, how much she filled in a gap for the community. We are all about partnering with the community so that we can provide for people within our community. And it's been a really, really beautiful thing to see. We are open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. One of the really, really beautiful things about the co-op is most of our farmers are literally an hour, hour and a half away. We're not dealing with infrastructure problems. We're just dealing with, you know, your small-time farmer coming, dropping off goods, whether it be eggs, milk, cheese, yogurt, all of this. You really should come and check her out. She's located at 2900 East Waterloo Road. Hey, it's Ashley, and you're listening to Diner Discussions. They will then use a tree sap to temporarily stick the pieces together. The family will wait until the night of Christmas and take a a past loved one's blanket. Each family member grabs a part of the blanket, stretching it out, then sets the fox in the center of the blanket. They will then chant the magic snow fox song and toss the fox back and forth on the blanket until it breaks into four pieces. Then the youngest will take it into the forest and bury the pieces for luck for the upcoming year. Is this true or false? What? Wait, where was it from? Sweden? Uh, from Iceland. Oh. I'm going to say true. Okay, Lacey? Um, yeah, I'm going to say true also. Allie? I'm going to go false. Maybe Allie needs to buy those tickets. Uh, she got it right. Two in a row. <laughs> she was just, you know, playing coy on the other ones. She's coming to play. Yeah, now that I've learned a little thing. <laughs> Okay, uh, old, uh, I don't know how to say this one, but old Behebulagoth of the mountains. In the mountains of Sri Lanka, there lives an old man over seven foot tall that sleeps for six months of the year, then prepares a pit for bad little children for five months of the year. After the pit's complete, he comes out of the mountains each night in December to wander among the towns. He passes by any home that nails a crooked stick painted white above their door and leaves a bowl of rice out for him. If someone forgets the rice and branch or has been exposed to particularly bad energy by being unkind through the year, uh, he will then take their children from their house uh, through their bedroom window and take them back up the mountain to his pit where he throws the kids onto spikes down in the pits. Ooh, I'm going to go with true. That sounds like a creepy horror story thing, but I've heard some creepy things. Or, yeah. Okay. And I mean, that, it sounds true, but I'm going to guess false just because it's so, like, awful for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is Krampus, you know. But, uh, Allie. Yeah. I'm going to go with true because you could pronounce that first word. Oh, uh, well, I did that to trick you. Uh, <laughs> it, is, oh. it is false, Lacey. You got it. Um, but I did. I took. I took my inspiration from some of the scarier um, traditions that some people, some cultures have about you know killing children. Like they do, they have yeah. some that like they cut their toes off and stuff. It's just crazy. But uh, um, sorry, kids. If that would you're make a this. really good like story. Yeah. No, for real. <laughs> okay, so um, 
Yeah, I was going to say these games are funny because y'all two are playing with two published authors. <laughs> so it's almost, right. it's almost like they're fighting uphill, you know, like we are good at making stuff up. But, uh, yeah. So I'm like, that would be a great, like, horror novel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just see, Watch like, a seven foot idea. tall figure coming down the mountainside, uh, or going up the mountainside holding kids in his arms. Dude, you could blend into shadows and everything and sneak through the walls. Yeah. The crooked stick thing was, I was like, that's a detail that sounds too real that they probably won't. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> but, Especially uh, with the bowl of rice thing added. Yeah. Okay, so the Ukrainians take a different approach to Christmas decorations, swapping fairy lights for spider webs. The legend of the Christmas spider explains that a poor widow and her children cultivated a Christmas tree from a pine cone but couldn't afford any decorations. Then, on Christmas morning, they woke up to see their tree blanketed in cobwebs, which sunlight then transformed into gold and silver. Nowadays, trees across Ukraine are decorated with little spider ornaments called pavachuki and fake spider webs, which is said to be the origin of the sparkly tinsel that shimmers at Christmas time all around the world. True. You say true? Yeah. Okay. Lacey? Uh, false. All right. I'm going to go with true as well. It is true. That is, that is the actual um, origin of the tinsel. I didn't know that until researching that. That is really cool. So that's, that, when you started that, that's instantly what I thought it was the tinsel. Um, uh, this one's also from Iceland. Uh, Icelandic kids don't just get Santa Claus, they get 13 mischievous trolls roaming the country before Christmas. Each troll has its own personality, including a doorway sniffer, spoon licker, sausage swiper, curd gobbler, and more. Each takes turns visiting children who leave their shoes in their bedroom window, dropping off presents for the good kids and rotting potatoes for the bad ones. So it's kind of like Elf on the Shelf, but like evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think there's a movie like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to say Paul. Okay. Lisa? I'm going to say true. Okay. Allie? I'm going to say false. Uh, it's true. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it it looks like a, like they have one that's like a, it looks like a log and it has legs and a face. It's creepy. Is it, like I was just recently at work told like about the movie. There's some kind of movie about elves and that do yeah. <laughs> bad things. <laughs> So I was like, yeah. Welsh culture is ancient and steeped in superstition. It's not surprising, therefore, that residents of South Wales enjoy parading an undead horse around their villages to celebrate the happiest time of year. Um, in a in a display dating back to probably Celtic times, the customs involved draping a white sheet over a pole with a horse skull attached and knocking on townsfolk's doors, no doubt giving them the fright of their lives. The party carrying the morbid effigy then sing to the residents who are supposed to sing back before relinquishing some food or drink. All? Lacey? False. Allie? False. That's true. Oh. <laughs> I, I was really surprised doing research for this game that there's a lot of really dark things that people do as, and they, they don't think it's dark on Christmas. 
Like it's it's a little a little bit different than I guess here. Well, I think the U.S. has fluffified it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, speaking of fluffy, uh, introducing the greatest Christmas marketing triumph since Coca-Cola popular popularized the fat, jolly red suited image of Santa Claus we all know and love. Christmas isn't huge in Japan, but a ridiculously successful KFC ad campaign during the 1970s established a tradition of families tucking into buckets of fried chicken on December 25th. In fact, the holiday-themed Dirty Bird has become so popular around Japan that restaurant reservations and specially packaged delivery orders are placed months in advance. True. Lacey? True. Allie? True. Yeah. It's just funny how, like, something random like a a KFC ad, like, completely changed the whole culture. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Here we go. The cheese mystery. Um, In the Philippines, there is a town that celebrates the cold holidays by tossing cheese onto the large tree in the center of the town square. Uh, Though... Though not agreed on by all locals, it's thought to celebrate cheese being brought to the country during a famine. The cold air let the cheese stay fresher longer and help families fight off hunger. Um, to celebrate this, they throw cheese. Um, they throw cheese on the branches. If you throw, if your thrown cheese lands on a branch and sticks, uh, a wish you shout out before throwing will come true by the next winter. If the cheese doesn't stick and falls onto the ground, the opposite of that wish will come true. So, for example, if you wish to be rich and your cheese fell, you will become poor. So it's important to not be too greedy. All that cheese might be a sticky mess to clean up, but luckily the local birds get to feast and clean up in the following days. True. False. False. It's false. Yes. I just really wanted like no a way. Christmas tree made out of cheese, and so I was like, oh, "Gotta come up with something." Oh, I mean, it was like. When air hits cheese, it doesn't make it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> no. But well, the idea was cool. Yeah. Behind it. Well, you know, being greedy is like a big lesson that people try to teach in other cultures. And so, you know, I was thinking, well, what's the like most ridiculous way to teach your kids not to be greedy little jerks? <laughs> it's like in the cheese tree. <laughs> My God. Okay, last one. No, there's one more after this. Sorry. Radish carving um, in Mexico. Each year in the Mexican city, um, I've, I can't pronounce it, uh, but it's a real city, so I didn't make it up either way. The days before Christmas are marked with an event known as the Night of the Radishes. Sadly, it's not a low-budget 80s horror movie, but instead a vegetable carving competition. Participants get remarkably creative in everything from nativity scenes to fantastical monsters on display as thousands of visitors descend on the city to witness the fun. The radish in question are grown specifically and pumped with chemicals to grow immense, but it all seems a bit futile futile as the works can only be displayed for a few hours before the veggies start to wither away. I'm going to go with fall. Okay. It's true. I'm also going to say true. It's true. Ugh, There's some really cool pictures on Google. How do they get the chemicals to pump it through? Like that's yeah. I don't okay. know, but the if you go on Google and you type in radish carving Mexico, they are insane. Like some of the stuff they've made wow. is crazy. The things you 
learn, man? <laughs> On a cheesy little Christmas game show. <laughs> uh, so the last one is Italian Christmases are celebrated with a wine drinking witch 12 days after Santa's visit. On the eve of January 5th, families across Italy leave out a glass of uh, vino and a plate of sausages um, for La, Bif- La Bifana, who pops down the chimney on her broomstick. According to folklore, the old lady knocked back an invitation from the three wise men to witness the birth of Christ and was so devastated about missing it. She spent every Christmas time gliding around the country searching for baby Jesus, though locals are not really sure why she thinks she'll find him in Italy. um, But she does dole out presents to good kids and cold and naughty ones. Oh, definitely. It's definitely true. Are you what? serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of like the most crazy things tied together. Yeah. Like, I'm so proud of it yourself. Was, like, yeah. It, it was funny, <laughs> though, because, like, well, I I, th- I I take it as a compliment that y'all think I'm that creative. But uh, that that was <laughs> funny because it's like, um, like it, I was believing it until – when I first read it until it started talking about the baby Jesus. And I'm like, that just sounds like some like half brained, like somebody yeah. just was making it up as they went. So I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> Lord. So let's see who won. I know I did not win. <laughs> not me. <laughs> it was Allie with the grand total. Right one, two, three, four, five, six. And uh, Lacey came in second with five, and Maddie had two. Yeah, I was like, I did terrible with this one. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's because of my rider's brain or what. <laughs> <laughs> you, you started doubting yourself. but I did. Uh, before we go, I um, have asked our listeners what I do with every episode is I ask them for some questions. I was like, hey, this is kind of what's going on. Do you have any questions? And these are what I got. So, are y'all ready to answer some questions? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You didn't sound so sure. Uh, <laughs> the listeners, they love answering your questions. Please keep sending them. <laughs> Please, yes. They're just odd sometimes. I mean, you know, hey, yeah, some of them are odd. But um, we will answer them to our best ability, Yes, guys. yes. And, and the thing is, is actually... One of them might make you cry. I'm saving that one for last. Um, I I already showed it with Lacey. uh, So I wouldn't (laughs) blindside her. But uh, (laughs) sorry to Allie and Maddie. Uh, Oh, wait, wait. Who won our um, giveaway? It was, uh, what did I say? It was Allison. Allison Roberts. So, uh, Allison, I will email you and we'll get you your stuff. You're welcome. Yeah, go out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's the hardest part of what you do for a living? Allie, I'll let you go first. People. Yeah, that <laughs> that's definitely a good answer. I work at Walmart. The people that I work with work for and the people that uh, come to my line as a cashier. Yeah. Well, and right now it's like it sucks because the retail has been such a – like it's, it seems like everybody came back from the pandemic and was like, we don't know how to act in public anymore. Oh, for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. There's and been then they so treat when you're like, 
so like short staffed. They treat you even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When is it a franchise open? They need me more. I could open restaurant. That's what I thought. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, it's like it's go to check out. Yeah, it's it's terrible. And what's sad is I've seen so many more people. I've seen more people yell at employees this year than I ever have in my entire life. Like usually you would see it like maybe once a month, you know, like you'd see some like old man or something kind of like getting confused and getting mad, you know, because he didn't want to feel dumb or or some lady who was in a hurry, you know, felt like she wasn't getting treated fairly or whatever. Um, But now it just seems like it's anything like it's insane. Mm -hmm. But okay, so Maddie, what's the hardest thing about your job? Um, as an author, marketing, finding readers that are out there, like putting your work out there where it can be found, honestly, because it's very, very time consuming mm-hmm. and exhausting. And sometimes it costs money you don't have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying um, when you put your work out there for the first time and it's your baby. Oh, and yeah. Because you're, so, yeah. you're putting it out there for everyone to pick through and tell you how horrible it is. And, you know, in your head, that's what you think. You're like. Oh, they're gonna see every little thing that I didn't think of, and they're all the plot holes and all this stuff, and they're gonna murder me, you know, like on social media. Yeah, and it, it never turns out that way, but uh, it, it's definitely Absolutely. scary. Absolutely. But there, there are some that are like, oh no, this like one I've got, which I will say, my face shifter series is not super dirty. The books I have coming out are very smutty, but oh. like <laughs> somebody said, it was too steamy for them, and I was like, what? What? You did? Did you? Did they read no. the? You know the back, like or the synopsis at all? <laughs> I don't think so. And it was in the romance category in yeah. general. So I mean, it was just yeah. Like you don't like clean romance, don't pick up the book. Don't yeah. pick up the romance book in general. Sorry, should need a warning label on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, well, you see warning labels on things like it's like do not um, put in rectum, and you're like, wait, what? Like who did this? <laughs> they had to write that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason someone had to put that on there. Yeah, there's always yeah, we didn't a story. Have to put out a warning label to not eat Tide Pods, but everyone did it anyway. Yeah, oh, exactly. Lord. <laughs> or like you know the 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 new one is the Nintendo Switch games. They're bitter. They make them bitter, so like kids won't swallow them. Well, now like people are challenging themselves to lick them because they're so nasty. So oh it's like oh, wow. Nintendo's like, please don't do this. We did this for a reason, you idiots. You know, like. <laughs> but anyway, so Lacey, uh, what about you? What's the hardest part of what you do? Uh, there's a lot of hard things about what I do. Um, I would see, say one of the hardest um, for me right now. Um, I instruct like batterers intervention, so um, guys or women that. Um, uh, commit domestic violence crimes. Um, so some, like a big thing for me is whether I'm making a difference or not. Um, whether it's getting through their heads, like what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. That's a hard one. I would say probably the next is not being able to help someone achieve sobriety. Mm. Um, it's, it's pretty hard. So. Well, and it's so hard to like watch people and not be able to do it for them. Like, you know, yeah, like it's their yeah. choice and their struggle and there's no way to like, I mean, there, you can intervene, but like the, at the end of the day, they have to want it. And that's like the hardest part of watching someone struggle, I think. Especially like with mine, um, cause I know at the end of the day, either they do this or they go to jail mm, and yeah. 
So it's like, I just, I want to make it happen for them, but I can't always do that. And so sometimes you just get to the point where you throw up your hands. You're like, I've done all I can do. Yeah, it sounds kind of um, like you know, teachers and stuff too, you know, like you want, you mm-hmm. don't want to leave any kid behind, but some of there's always that one kid that, well, and what's funny is like, you know, years later, my mom got a, or she, she saw somebody recently that, you know, told her, Hey, you were my teacher at Dibble and all this stuff. And, you know, I'll never forget the time you took with me. And she was like, man, I thought he was a little turd. So, you know, like <laughs> you never know the <laughs> kindness, you know, late, it could take years later before they figure it out. But, um, mm-hmm. says, hello, my name is Michael. And I've been an avid fan for the last two months when I accidentally stumbled on the podcast while searching for a new diner to eat at. Uh, LOL. I searched um, delicious diners and diner discussion was like the fourth thing. It says, LOL. My question is if you could have an episode to talk to anyone alive or dead, who would you want on the show? And guest, who would you want hosting the show? That's kind of tricky. Um I think the one regret that I have about this is that I started it too late to have my grandpa on um, because just mm-hmm. having that time capsule of his voice and, and his stories and all the stuff that I wish, cause he told, he talked about stuff all the time. Like he was constantly telling me stories and I feel like each day that passes, I forget a little more and uh, it'd be nice to have like a catalog of that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, like if you could if you could host a podcast and talk to anybody, Lacey, what would who would who would you want to discuss stuff with, dead or alive? Oh goodness, uh, <laughs> um, there's so many yeah, like know, that's right? horrible. Thing. There's so many like that have passed away that I'm like, hey, I would love to talk to him again. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's a hard one. Well, I, I mean, would, that could like, be your answer be... is like you know all the people you've lost like in your life. Like it would be awesome to have just that one recording of their voice. Like that's the one thing I had yeah. like six freaking voicemails of my grandpa and I didn't record them. I mean, I had them saved. I forgot that they erased. So when I did go back to record them, they were gone and I was so heartbroken. Um, but like, I know like, yeah. you know, Max would be like a, someone that you'd want to just hear that yeah. one, one, one more time, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, like he—he he was like one of the first ones that came up into my mind. The other one would probably be Buck Marley, yeah. Um, just because, like, I feel like that man had so much more wisdom than any of us give him credit for. Mm-hmm. So, and but I also got that knowledge of Bob Marley from my brother Max. That would be like, yeah. which one do you choose? I'm like, I still choose my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so probably, probably Max. Um. I'm going to kind of turn it a little bit for you, Maddie. Like, is there an author that would be like your, like magnum opus if you had them like to interview them? Oh, that's what I'm sitting here trying to think. Oh, yeah, no pressure. There's just, you know, if it's somebody that's alive, you know, they're out there. And if they hear this one day, there are so many good authors. I mean, (laughs) I would love to pick. Well, while you're thinking about that, one that I yeah, thought of right off the me. top of my head was random. But, you know, Edgar Allan Poe, like I heard that, like in real life, he was like a cheerful dude who like, um, liked to pull like pranks and stuff on people and he liked practical jokes. Ooh. And so that's so different than his writing. And it'd be really cool to like sit down and talk to him and like get that side of, you know, his personality on like recording. 
Yeah. Mm. I mean, okay. So honestly, though, if I could sit down and talk to somebody that's non-living, yeah. In general, it wouldn't be an author. It'd probably be my great grandmother, my mamma, mm-hmm. and just because like. She was a huge part of my family back mm. when she was still alive. And after she passed, it's like that whole side of the family kind of quit getting together. So that would be, I would love to like hear more of her stories and stuff. Cause I, I feel like I took advantage of it mm-hmm. as a kid. Whenever we went to her house, we were always playing and running down to the lake and stuff and everything mm-hmm. she had. But like, yeah. That would be non-living. If I could have somebody living to host it, I probably would have maybe Sarah J. Mass because, like, she is one of my favorite authors, mm-hmm. and I like a lot of her books. I know a lot of people are going crazy over her Act of Horror series, which is the Court of Thorns and Roses, but I loved her uh, Throne of Glass series more. Yeah, just because it was, it's just there's more fighting, and it took. It started out with an assassin that basically turned into a queen. So yeah, yeah. Open that into the question. <laughs> yeah, it does. Allie, did you answer? No, I have not. Okay. Um, not living, probably. I guess my grandparents. I have several that have passed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it'd be kind of cool to, you know, I don't remember most of them. Mm-hmm. I was either not alive when they passed or I was really young or the one that recently passed. Um, I He was a part of my huge part of my childhood. He helped, like, take care of us. So it'd be kind of cool to talk to him again. Um, and living, uh, I don't know. I, I, I could probably pick a few people, but, like, I don't know. Well, like you were talking That's about your grandparents and one thing that I was talking to my wife about the other, like, I think, I guess it was yesterday is that, um, the, like the thing that sucks about having grandparents is that by the time you appreciate them, they're either like on their last leg usually, or they're dead. Like, because you're too little mm-hmm. at first and you're just like, Oh, why are you pinching my cheeks? Oh, why are you like forcing me to like my grandpa used to like, I always thought he was forcing me to just do stuff like we'd go work on the on the lawnmower or, you know, he'd make me help him do manual labor, stuff like that. But he was trying to teach me how to do it when I was older. And I didn't know that at the time. And I didn't soak it in, you know, or like he was trying to teach me how to like rewire or something. And it was just one of those things where if I could go back today, you know, and just sit down with him and just like appreciate him for the same amount of time that I had with him as a kid where I didn't even, you know, I thought he was never going to die. Superman, you know, um, I think that would be that that sucks that it's, you know, it's kind of like youth is wasted on the young. (laughs) So is grandparents. But, um, not to be like completely morbid, I'll bring it up by saying, is it okay to eat things after the best buy date? That was another question. (laughs) So if you're out the there, what? people, do not After listen to diner discussions. Yeah, don't listen to diner discussions for your for health. Um, go to your doctor and talk to them or scientists or anything. Uh, please don't sue us. But the answer is for me, um, it depends on what it is. Like if that if that's dairy, like and it smells even a little weird, throw that crap out. 
Um, if it's meat, okay. not throw it out, you know, uh, but certain <laughs> things like if it's like a Twinkie, then I mean, the only thing that's going to be weird is the taste maybe. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Sorry, I'm just going to step in here and just be like, <laughs> I'm going to agree with you because, like, you get a bag of chips this little other day. Yeah. That's okay. But, yeah, it definitely depends on what it is. Yeah, like, if it's, mm-hmm. like, tuna fish and it's, like, in a, Ugh. you know, like, in a fresh bag, yeah, definitely throw it out. <laughs> you know. but uh, Yeah, I would say, like, it depends also I used to be the one who was, like, strictly just by the best buy date. Yeah. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I've realized some things don't always go bad by yeah. that day. <laughs> it just depends. Yeah. Sometimes they put that on there so they don't get sued. Like they, they're like, um, yeah. we don't want you to say our bread, you know, is terrible. Like it tastes like not very good. So we're going to say, you know, that it, it's good for a week, even though it's good for a month, you know, just the expiration dates are yeah. like that too with medicine. Um, some medicines will never expire. Huh. Uh, they'll break down maybe like if you leave them in like a place that's warm or something, but um, like pills, it'll say expires by this day. It's like, no, it doesn't. They just want you to throw them out so you can get more. Yeah. Like it's scam. I've heard that from doctors, so it's not just my opinion, but yeah, I just think it's funny. You know, a lot of best buy dates are like that too on food, you know, cans of stuff, especially like a can of carrots will tell you, Oh yeah, this is, bad after this date it's like it probably isn't but they don't want them sitting in your <laughs> cabinet for seven years okay so another one is uh this one's a little bit of a tearjerker i just want y'all to know that um when you come on here and you speak even though this platform is very small there are people out there that listen and um you know you may think that we just had a little goofy time but something you say may have, you know, changed someone's life. And that is very apparent on this. It says, um, not a question, but a thank you. My daughter and I started listening to your episodes on our way to work. We heard your panel of power episode. And that was with, um, Lacey, Meg, and my wife. Uh, and, um, she said, I want to be a, uh, a, a woman that changes things for the better. She started asking lots of questions. And so we rented hidden figures and, Listen to some women-centered TED Talks. Thank you guys for not being afraid to talk about hard things. Sincerely, a proud mama of a future world changer. Aww. And I just thought that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That, like, makes my heart proud as a social worker. I'm just yeah. like, yes, one more. <laughs> yeah, and that, you know, that's one of the most played episodes that we've ever had. And so um, it makes me proud because that was an important one. Like, we talked about a lot of stuff that I felt like needed to be said, especially at the time. Like, and it's funny because, you know, Lacey, like, your first episode was, like, I think you were our first guest, actually. Right? I think so, too. <laughs> and so yeah. I can't go back and listen to that episode because of me, because I'm, like, so cringy in it because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm talking too much because I got excited, you know, like I I hadn't seen you in a while and we hadn't talked. And so it was like nostalgia. And then, you know, I was excited to talk about the stuff because nobody was talking about it in the right light, you know, like racism yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And and so but I, I'm so scared to listen to it because I'm like, it's been it's only been a year, but my opinions of stuff have changed. Like what happens if I said something I don't agree with now? Like, 
Uh, well, then you own that. Like, you well, I know, you know, you don't want to listen back and be like, I didn't remember saying that crap. No, you know, how many people heard me say that and stopped listening? Because uh, I was being ignorant. But, you know, uh, it's important to me that I'm not shouting into the void. I did this thing as a counseling, almost like therapy. Uh, I just got laid off and I didn't have anything to do creatively. So my brain was kind of, you know, I was spinning my tires and Josh was like, Hey, you know, uh, I kind of want to do a podcast. And so, uh, I was like, well, I've always wanted to do one. And I, you know, I went to broadcasting in school, so I've kind of just wasted it. So I came up with the name and, and told him, you know, let's meet here at this day. And he's like, all right. And then it just fell into place. And we went to, uh, we went to happy days diner last night. And as we were sitting there in the same booth that it all started with, it really hit that it's, you know, it's about to be our third season. And it's just crazy how all this started with just like a harebrained idea. <laughs> yeah, I worked I worked at that diner for six years, too. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it's weird even just it's going to that place. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody has, like, an like in the South, especially us all in Oklahoma, but, um, we, you, everybody has like a connection to a diner of some kind. Um, it's just an important part of growing up here. Like, you know, either your grandparents took you or maybe you ate there with your family once or, you know, worked there or whatever. But like, it's something about that, that when you go in, you kind of just, you like things that you normally wouldn't talk about, or we wanted it to be just, like what you would discuss in a diner when you were sitting with your family, you know, just talking about stuff and having fun. So, but um, I have a ton more questions, but I'm not going to ask them because uh, Maddie needs to go. But um, the last one is the tearjerker. So um, if 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 things that are super sweet or um, really sad, um, especially with children. If that's a trigger for you, please, you know, um, skip a couple minutes um, and skip to the end and listen to the great content we have coming from our guests. But uh, um, my name is Angela. I'm six years old and I want to be an angel when I grow up so I can heal my mom's cancer. She thinks my dad's beard is scratchy. Do you think Mrs. Claus thinks Santa's beard is scratchy? And that question broke me <laughs> when I was reading it, when I got it, um, it came at like six o'clock or seven o'clock last night, right after I was eating dinner. And I'm one of those people, I don't know about you guys, but like, I want to heal people. I want to help. I don't like watching people hurt. And Angela, I don't know if you listen to this show, but I guarantee your mom is so proud of the person that you are. And um, no matter what happens, um, that she loves you and that it's not your job to heal her. Um, but as far as Santa's beard, um, speaking from experience as the only one that hopefully has a beard, uh, no shame if you, you know, are trying to no shave November into December, but, uh, if I let my mustache grow out, my wife can't stand kissing me, uh, and I can't stand it because it touches my lip. So I would probably think that his beard is scratchy. 
and Mrs. Claus probably has been begging him to shave it for a while, but then I guarantee you he probably shaved it one Christmas, and she's like, ew, no, you look 12. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking also from experience, uh, if you're thinking about shaving your beard, men who are listening, please don't. We all know you're ugly under that. Stop. You won't. You'll regret it. (laughs) But uh, do you think that Mrs. Claus doesn't like Santa's beard, um, Maddie? She probably loves it. I mean, they've been together since, like, forever. So. What about you, Lacey? I mean, I would say that Santa's beard looks really (laughs) well-groomed. Yeah, it does. And it's very properly taken care of, probably by the elves and Mrs. Claus. I think that she probably enjoys it. Yeah. What about you, Allie? I think she doesn't mind it. Like, she said it. It looks fluffy. Yeah. It's not like short and scrappy. I imagine it's like, like more like a cat's fur than a, like a human. Like, yeah. Yeah. So she probably just pets him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's cute to think about, you know, like you, nobody ever, no, nobody ever talks about what Miss Claus wants, you know, like she's just a, like a woman in the shadows supporting her man and, and, you know, I, you know that she's doing half the work. You know it. And yeah, my daughter actually wrote to Mrs. Claus in her Santa letter. Really? That's yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> she, uh, I'm trying to think what she asked her. I can't think of it right now. But, yeah, she asked Miss Claus something in her Santa letter. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, guys, uh, Maddie needs to head out. Um, so I'm going to let her um, tell everybody where they can find her on social media and then um, I'll let her go and then we'll do the rest with Allie and Lacey. All right, I gotta go, guys. Thank y'all. Thank you. Where can people find you? Bye. Oh, sorry. Uh, they're they're messaging me. <laughs> I'm late. And okay. I'm, I'm okay, sorry. You guys can find me on my website, www.thechaptergoddess.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. Thank you, too, guys. Bye. 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 Okay, uh, Allie, where can people find you um, other than always at the diner somewhere in Discord? I mean, I'm on Facebook, and occasionally, what's the blue moon, I'm on Twitch. I have, everything's usually that one ginger or that one ginger daddy sick. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, I was going to drop a bunch of gingerbread facts on you, but we ran out of time. Um, because, because of that, I was waiting until you mentioned ginger and then I was gonna be like, speaking of ginger. And then I had a whole list, a whole page, but maybe next time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and Lacey, where can people find you if they want to reach out? Well, you can't find me on social media. Don't have it. Right now, doing the whole social media cleanse. Um, so, I mean, you can Google me and you can find out like some of my work information that way, or you can find me at work. Really, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if if you want to reach out to any of our guests, you can always send us a message, and we will, you know, relay it. Um, it's a good way to kind of be non intrusive too, unless people, you know, want you on their social to follow. Um, but we ask that you respect every guest that comes on and you guys are amazing. So I, I'm preaching to the choir, but um, 
I hope that this year, because it's like it's we're still in a pandemic, but it's not nearly as bad as last year. I hope that everybody takes time to hug a loved one because you never know what's going to happen uh, come January. And because, uh, you know, this time two years ago, we thought it was just going to be another year when 2020 rolled around. And so uh, there's a lot of people right now that are having Christmas dinner and there's that one chair that's empty. And uh, I just want to make sure that, you know, I take the time to say thank you. And I love you to all the people that are in my life still. Um, Cause you never know, you know, so hug someone next to you, send a shout out, send up a, a random text and just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. And then if they don't reply, then, you know, that's on them. Um, but Thank you so much, Lacey and Allie, for being on the show. Uh, like I said, we were going to have a, a medley of people, but it, I think it worked out really well. I think this was fun. I, I, I had a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it for sure. Me too. Um, yeah, it seemed like everything was trying to work against us today. Uh, we had power outages mm-hmm. and children that were being crazy and um, me sending people to the wrong place and all kinds of stuff, but I, I think we did good. Uh, hopefully everything recorded and we don't have any glitches. Um, but if not, we can always like maybe record something a little later and add it in. But, um, but like I said, thank you guys. Um, and I hope Ali and Lacey, I hope y'all have a Merry Christmas and I hope y'all both be on the show in the future. Thank you. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Alrighty. Well, um, Y'all, um, make sure to follow Allie on social media and drive her crazy for me. And, uh, oh, uh God. and I, I, I just had this feeling that when I was, when I said, where can we find you on or where can people follow you? Lacey, you were going to just be like, don't. <laughs> yeah, that's like, I was really hoping that you weren't about to say, you can find Lacey at work. No, it should be avoid Lacey yeah. at work. And like. If you are, if you're coming to my work, it's probably not for a good reason. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if you're coming to my job, I'm probably going to be crazy about it. I think I'm exactly. at your job more than you are, actually, unfortunately. I don't know why. <laughs> the kids call it our second home. I mean, you know, it's only part time. <laughs> I'm at home when I ain't work for once. <laughs> I've had my phone on do not disturb this whole time. So I got to go make sure that my wife is home safely and that she's even here and hasn't left me because I didn't make dinner, but, uh, you guys have an amazing <laughs> Christmas and, uh, I will holler at you later. All right. Thanks for having me. You, yeah, okay, bye. No, no problem. Thank you. Bye. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, thanks for so much for being with us another year. It's been amazing. I'm so thankful. Uh, We hope that you come back for season three. We've got some amazing guests. We're recording the episodes tomorrow. I'm doing it back to back. So I have a whole bunch of content for you guys. And uh, like I said, I love you guys. And thanks for hanging out in the diner. Um, We're going to close up shop. We're going to close the doors down for the season. Uh, And, you know, MP is going to, he's going to talk us out. And he's going to close up the, the diner for the last time this year. And so just remember, you're always welcome here, and we love you guys. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <laughs> ah, what a ruckus that was. I haven't laughed that hard in years. Hi, my name is MP. Speaking of years, what a year it's been. 
Going through a pandemic and losing time and loved ones has really made being able to spend time with friends and family a little extra special. We pour out a little bit more eggnog for all the diners we lost along the way and we raise a toast to all the ones we've yet to meet. As the fire dies down and the glitter and wrapping paper from another successful year lay on the ground ignored until morning and we lock up the diner doors one final time this year. We wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And remember, no matter where you come from, you are always home at the diner. Good night, everyone.